CabanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. Hey everybody, Brian David Marshall here with Michael J. Flores. Hit the slate, take two. So we actually already, if you listen to the Green Podcast, we already did Black before. Uh, but then I I don't know it just got deleted. Yeah. Um, but Mike had an important uh, exchange via text. It was, it was like someone. a Snapchat. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. It was, what what magic player is suddenly using Snapchat despite his advanced age? I leave that to the to the re- <laughs> to the listeners to figure out. It's not either of us. What is Snapchat? <laughs> also, for the right, a bonus bonus for the older listeners, what is Snapchat? I just like said those words, you know. I don't really know what it is. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, black. So let's go start going. A cursed spirit. This is not a card that's going to get played. So it's three two intimidate for four mana. It's a common. Whatever. Um. For a three two intimidate, how much would it have to cost for you to play it? Two. Well, I mean. Like, Life Bane Zombie took a while for people to figure out at no, three. It was immediately played. As a main deck card? As a main deck card. Sure. I played against it at the Star yeah, City okay, Invitational. Okay, okay, And I lost to it because okay. I could not block so it. So I think the answer is three. Yeah. But some other ability, maybe. But it has seven. It's abusively powerful. It's like, that card, actually, I think I wrote a blog post about it when it first came out. It's just the most insane creature. Yeah. It's so good. It's Exiles Forever. Yeah, it is. it is really a oppressive force on standard right now. Yeah, like, I... Thoughtsies, we thoughtsies. just We just got done talking about how green might be exciting, but, like... But, like, yeah, the, the specter of life being... And granted, they overlap in standard for only a short period of time. But, like, I mean, it's like Kai Buddha said. You, you reached out to, to your Twitter followers about what they wanted us to talk about in, in our N15 review, and Kai was like... You know, how do you beat Thoughtseize Lifebane Zombie if you're green? They just take your cheap thing with their Thoughtseize and then wait three turns before you can cast your awesome thing and then they just Lifebane Zombie right. you. And by the way, these decks also pick up another black spell that helps, you know, strip away your ultimate win condition in Stain the Mind, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. So, it's a, black is fairly oppressive. It's really powerful and standard. Uh, black Cat is not a card that makes it into one of the powerful decks. Although it seems weird, right? We, Black Hat feels like it should be almost playable. Yeah, like I mean, just because Ravenous, it does effectively the same thing as Ravenous. But Rats. it's just much shittier than Ravenous. Yeah, you Rats. don't get that immediate value of discard a card. I've played my Ravenous Rats. Uh, Blood Host, so, uncommon, three BB. It's a new card. It's a vampire. So it's a three three vampire for five mana. So its ability better be pretty good for us to play it. The ability costs one B. Would Morphling be playable in standard today? Yes. Yeah? Yes, playable. Aetherling lives through Wraths. That's why he's playable. Sure. Morphling doesn't. Fair. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, the ability for an untargetable, like... Living through Wraths is different from... Yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. A red deck or a blue deck can just overload a Morphling and get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. That's... I don't know. It would get played. Okay. But... Whether or not it would be good is is a different matter. I mean, that's I guess I'm saying it would get played. It would probably get 
ground out of the format pretty quick. Like, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Prognostic Sphinx, and I play that in, in one of my blue decks. But you're still... You can just get Wrath. That's the right. thing. Like, then there's nothing you can do about it. The Wrath is uncounterable. Sure, the thing about... Pro well, Prognostic Sphinx will have a lot of time in Standard without... Oh, I mean, he's going to be the man, yeah. I think, afterwards. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, without Supreme Verdict around to keep him down. But even, like, even if he lives for a turn, though, like, the ability to scry three, crazy. All, all, all the point of which being Bloodhost does none of these things. So the, there's it is not even so awful. many problems with Bloodhost. Yeah, sacrifice one, another creature. You have to have another creature. Put a plus one, plus one counter on Bloodhost, and you gain two life. Shitty ability. Yeah. And he's only three, three for five. And he doesn't even fly. No. I mean, if you gave him flying, like, maybe this would be like a conversation. Okay. Blood Host or Carrion Crow. There's plenty of good black cards coming up, I promise. 2B, flying, Carrion Crow enters the battlefield tapped 2-2. Two because -two. it's too powerful. <laughs> Is it common? It's it has common. to be common for it's that common. kind of drawback. It's common. Um, it's so, obvious, obviously not playable. So here, here's an interesting card that's a reprint. Uh, Caustic Tar. So first time around, we talked like 15 minutes on Caustic Tar. Yeah. We're not going to do that. We're anymore. not going to do that, but... I think we've, we've, we've got it down here, right? Yeah. So 4BB, Enchant Land. Enchanted Land has tap, target player loses three life. This card has been played and constructed yes. before. Well, first of all, it's also a great long-term win, win condition and limited. Right. At oh, least absolutely. in certain matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in, in any kind of like just grindy black-red removal deck yeah. or blue-black counter removal deck or whatever, you know, eventually you stick this and you're just like, gunk, gunk, gunk. Three, and I three, get you. three. But we were talking about in standard... The idea that, you know, especially with people, like, taking apart each other's hands, I could see a scenario where Stay in the Mind is taking away uh, pack rats or some other win condition. Players are bouncing gray merchants against each other. Yeah, so I think the, the limiting factor in a black-on-black -black devotion slash control matchup is that both guys have more than enough ways to kill all the creatures in the other guy's deck. Yes. Right? And then they have hand destruction to supplement that and like the big reach card is neutral is like it's zeroed out because everybody's got one right, right. like i've got gray merchant you've got gray merchant zong zong right so, i've got erebos you've got erebos so like how those i mean in reality those games are typically decided by by tempo right, right. but in a, in a case where you're in a grind out situation finding a way to win might be an issue and Caustic Tar could be that I th way. I think I think this card is bizarrely, yeah, bizarrely, playable. Playable. bizarrely playable in standard. So uh, I think you only play one though. Like, sure. You can't get stuck with like three of these in your opening. No, game. no, like, good just... uh, Child of Night been around for a while. Not, not played. Uh, Covenant of Blood, six and a black, for a sorcery. Covenant of Blood deals four damage to target creature or player, and you gain four life. So it's. A corrupt for four. For seven. For seven, but it has convoke. So originally when we went through this, you know, I was like pretty pretty skeptical about this card, but there are so many ways to get multiple zombie tokens in play that might be attractive. I think this card might have some legs. Okay. I think it's not very likely because you actually want to have a high concentration of creatures slash zombies in your deck to work at all, but... So it's gone from laughably unplayable to Mabes. jokingly maybe playable? Mabes. It's like not even the full maybe. It's no, just okay. Mabes. Mabes. All right. Mabes. Uh, but it's a creature or player, though, so yeah. you can... It's never it's never dead. Yeah. 
uh, Crippling Blight. It's black. a playable card. Right, Enchantment Creature, Enchanted Creature gets minus one, minus one, can't block. And you've got a pip. Yep. Uh, Cruel Sadist. Black, 1-1, one, one, Human Assassin, rare. Black, tap, pay one life, put a plus one, plus one counter on Cruel Sadist. Two black, tap, remove X, plus one, plus one counters from Cruel Sadist. Cruel Sadist deals X damage to target creature. So, you had this at a, like, initial rating of a pretty high priority for limited, right? Would, as high would, as first I would, pick? I mean, I would take, I would certainly look at this card in the first, I would, I would have it, you know, flicked to the front of my pile. Yeah. My, my deal is that it's both slow and painful, so as you're leveling him up, you're taking damage. Right. And you're probably taking damage from the beats as well at the same time. Well, at some, at some point he becomes big enough. Or Maybe big if, enough. If, if he starts on play on turn one and you're committing mana every single turn to him, so you're also playing off curve, right? right. So it's, uh, I think, I think this card in practice is going to be way worse than you want it to be, right? That's, that's the, that's my sure. spiel on this. Sure. Even in limited, we're talking. Even in limited. Okay. And constructed is just wildly unplayable. Okay. I think. Yeah. Right. Unless like, unless you have the situation where there's like a green or white based deck with all small guys that also isn't fast enough to kill you. Like if that's but that's so unlikely, yeah. right? If they're if they're playing those you kind of guys. Have, you have better ways to deal with those. In black, in right? Yeah. Like uh, Endless Obedience, another convoke card, four BB. Convoke, put target creature card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. Um, I think it's clearly playable, not so exciting to me. Right. Uh, the only thing is that in concert with a card we're going to see in a little bit, uh, it does have some synergies. Right. The uh, black Convoke engine seems kind of interesting. Because you're, if you're dumping a bunch of creatures into your graveyard, which might include a big a big one like a, uh, a Soul of Innistrad. Or a yeah, which is a zombie. Yeah. Right, you can you can get those creatures back. Also, if you're putting a bunch of black 2-2 zombie token creatures onto the battlefield, you automatically have some Convoke fuel. So there are some built-in synergies here. Yeah. Uh, so I think that it's probably not, you know, it's clearly not on Burial Rights. Right. But it's probably also not as bad as it looks on first. Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, Eternal Thirst. Is this as bad as it looks on first? So first blush? it's a, it's B and one for an enchant creature. Enchant creature has lifelink, and uh, whenever a creature an opponent controls dies, put a plus one plus one counter on this creature. So it's basically like B and one for lifelink, and then sometimes other shit happens. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't play this. If it gave you flying, right? No, it doesn't. I mean, right. even if it gave you flying, it's like one off of. Of Gift of Orzova, which is right. such a good card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which could be cast with all white mana. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think this card is probably very good. Feast on the Fallen, 2B, enchantment at the beginning of each upkeep. If an opponent lost life last turn, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. Probably not good enough to play. It's three mana, which is pretty expensive to get in the battlefield. And then it, it needs additional resources yeah. to be doing anything. Thruster uh, Gloom, common, 2B. Sorcery, non-black creatures get minus one, minus one until end of turn. Play test name, half of Drown and Sorrow without Scry. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm not a huge fan of this card. Uh, I guess it'd be awesome if you could, like, kill all their Elspeth tokens and then, like, in one turn and then, like, swing with your army. Yeah, but you really want to pay, you don't want to pay three to do that. Like, you could Bile Blight them and it's so much less yes. ineffective. Yes. You know? Um... Uh, speaking of less effective, Flush to the Dust, 
I'm offended by the existence of this card. It's so bad. 3 BB, instant. It's a common. Destroy target creature. It can't be regenerated. So you could see taking this first pick, first pack? I could, well, I don't know about first pick, first pack, but like if I'm black and it's like pack two. So have like, you ever passed an Annihilate? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I haven't. What is Annihilate? For the, for the listeners at home, what is it? Annihilate's like the same EB3, card. The same card. Draw a card. Draw a card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, this card's poopy. I I, I mean, I would never cut it from my Black Correct. Limited deck. Correct. I would be unhappy if I had to take this over a good threat card. Sure. It's not like taking a Terror, right? If you're like taking a Terror, you're like, oh, this card's probably pretty good in my deck. Just the thing, in, in Corset Limited, like, just like premium removal is usually, like, just flat out, non-conditional, kill a creature, kill it, kill it dead, is not that, you know, there's not enough of it. So you really, you really want, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to take it. To be but, fair, we haven't looked at blue or red. Bottom line, not going to play this in Constructed. No, as certainly not. Right? Like, think about how bad murder was in Constructed. Yeah. If you all of a sudden think that the, just hedging against regeneration is worth two full turns, off of an unplayable. <laughs> yeah. When that for when that Lotless troll really, really, absolutely needs to die. If it said or planeswalker, I might think about it. Sure. It doesn't say or planeswalker. Does uh, Gravedigger. I actually want to pause on Gravedigger for a second. Sure. Do you realize he's a zombie? Ooh. He's That's actually exciting. This guy might actually be not that bad. Right. For something like, we have coming up. No, like even if you just like think about like zombie two for ones, right? What if you're just like Lifebane Zombie, get you with Lifebane Zombie, your Lifebane Zombie dies, Gravedigger my Lifebane Zombie. Is that that bad? Not really, right? No. It's just like all cards that are the tits, right? Like, and... So Gravedigger has been around forever. Yep. He was actually in a good deck once. I don't know if you remember this. I do. It was a Canadian Nationals team deck. Yep. It was like Gravedigger, Ravenous Rats, Cavern Harpy. I want to say Bedalian Mage, remember? Something like that, Bedalian yeah. Bedalian Mage, black, blue for a 2-2 proc green. Was it block constructed or was no, it? No, it was standard. Okay. And then I think it was like recoil, and then maybe like the black threes, like, I may, might have counterspell on it, remember? It was like, just an invasion error, like, blue but, black, two for one. Deck. Yeah, so like, every single card was a two for one, and, but except for Vidalian Zombie, which is like this great hold the ground guy. Because uh, if your opponent's playing Blastomaderm, it's like, Blastomaderm! You're like, Vanillion's on me. You're like, Blastomaderm's gonna die in three turns, idiot. Um, you know, that's pretty good. And then it probably had Crypt Angel. Right. Like, can you imagine, like, chaining Crypt Angels off of, like, like you know, like, Ravenous Rat, Cavern Harpy, Ravenous Rat, you again. Block with Ravenous Rat. Gravedigger the Ravenous Rat. Block with the, with the, both of these guys. Crypt Angel the Gravedigger. Black Cat's a zombie. Is he? Yes, it's a zombie cat. I mean, this is gonna... What's Bog... What's the name of it? Bog Witch? The one that I like? Oh, the... Bog Brew Witch? I think it's a witch. I don't know, man. And then there's Festering Newts. What if we made a deck that was like all the corset zombies and then the Festering Newt combo? Yeah, Festering Newt's not a zombie. We already looked it up, right? But you could sacrifice the black cat to the cauldron. Yeah, Fester Newt's a salad. But you could sacrifice it to the cauldron, bro. Yeah. Um, so so Gravedigger, suddenly zombie synergy is becoming interesting to you. Yeah, I mean, like, he's expensive, but we've already... You guys haven't heard this yet, but we've already established that our zombie deck is green. 
So the fact that <laughs> so the fact that he's four isn't that bad. Right. Um, speaking of expensive. <laughs> all right. This is look. Listeners. I, I, my point being, I actually think Grave Digger gets an asterisk. Okay. He's not that bad. Okay. Great. Listeners, this next card is on my list of like, you know, cards to keep an eye on. Yeah. But it is most definitely with. This is like my long shot. This is like you're like. You go to the go to the Kentucky Derby and you look at all these horses and you see some horse with a crazy name like in Garrick's Wake. And you're like in Garrick's Wake, forty two to one, a dollar. So that's like anybody who bet on the Cavaliers to win the division. Right, might I, have been a dollar. I would bet a dollar on in Garrick's Wake. It's eight. It's nine mana. Nine mana. Seven BB. So I just want to make this clear. It's three full mana more than a Planar Cleansing. Yes. But. But. Destroy all creatures you don't control and all planeswalkers you don't control. So if you have a lot of perms in play and you want to kill somebody else who has a lot of perms in play, well, I don't know. Maybe if, like, if you're playing a Grixis stretch deck, right, where, like, you're just going to accumulate a bunch of Grixis planeswalkers. Yeah. Or, or again... Against another again, blue I, control I, I, deck. I, could, I feel like there's a green-black deck that's capable of doing this. It's not that hard to imagine a scenario where the card would be good in the game, right? I think, like... Right, but what I'm saying is I can picture a deck that would also be capable of casting. In the main or in the sideboard? We'll start with sideboard. Yeah, this can't possibly be a main deck card unless the format goes... You understand people are casting first turn Cloudfin Raptor, second turn Tidebinder Mage, third turn Thassa, fourth turn... Like either I need to get bite into Thassa. And then you need to get to 10 mana to get around their judges familiar. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> and then they're like, they, I'm just, probably for, the, two turns before you can cast this, they probably just overloaded all of your permanents with their Nykthos. Sure. This doesn't even kill like their Biden of Thassa Mutaval, right? right? So they're like, all right, kill all the things. They're like, all right, uh, my things are all dead. Bounce all your things. Activate my Muta Vaults, attack you with Biden of Thassa in play. What, what about suddenly putting Nykthos back into the mono black decks? Like, you have one of these for the mirror? Yeah. And you're like, oh, interesting. You have all those rats too, and it's complicated math. You're just like, this might be the... I don't know. If it were an instant, I would totally buy this. Because like, as an instant, it's awesome for like, the idea of like somebody casting Grey Merchant and then you blowing up all of their pips so that you don't take any as damage. As an instant, it would be I, insane. I'm kind of in love with that. But as a sorcery, I guess we can quicken loans it. I mean, you, know, you can also just sorcery cast it and just attack with your rats. I guess. Yeah, but you're gonna just win if you're in a good. Whatever. Like. I understand this is your 42 to 1. One dollar. So my main argument against this is the color of the expansion symbol. If it were mythic, maybe, but it's just a rare. What what mana cost do you start getting excited about this card? Six. Six, you're excited. At six, I play it. Six, it's all it feels broken, right? At six, I play it. Okay. At seven, there's already a card that does that at seven, and it can be cast at two, and people don't play four copies in their deck. Okay. Okay? That's why it has to be six. Okay. Because you would already cast Celestial Per. I mean, whatever. Um, It's a uh, Cyclonic Rift. Right. Right? That card already exists, and you can cast it for two. Fair. Okay? Fair. And it actually does other permanents that aren't Planeswalkers and creatures. It, in fact, 
I, I, for example, have been on both sides of this where all of my detention spheres and blinding lights, is that the name of it? Bouncy. Vanishing lights got bounced. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He gets his Biden defense back too. I'm dead. Right. And it's an instant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair. Dollar. Dollar. Uh, indulgent Tormentor, 3BB for a demon. This is a cool oh. picture though. Yeah, flying, 5-3. So many things wrong with this card. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeeps, draw a card unless target opponent sacrifices a creature or pays three life. At four mana, do you play this card? Probably not. At three mana, it's insane. <laughs> well, yeah. It's stone insane at three, okay? Yeah. At four, you don't play it though, right? I don't think so. I, I don't. Three, three, three is like just any number of common cards just But like, it. why is it that like a three, three with any text at all for three? is so good in like every single format. But then at five, it's just unplayable. Because, because at three, you're, you're this like- This has so many abilities. You go into like turn three yeah. and you play creature and you're like, you're like, it's like, come at me, bro. Here's a three, three. I Lightning mean, strike it. When I, when I played with Gnarled Mask, he cost three. His only job was to fight like, not Kitsune Blade, he would lose to Kitsune right. Blade Master, but like just keep Freaking paladin, uh, paladin of the pale curtain or whatever off of me for a turn. Right. It's his only freaking right. job. Right. I'm like, I'll trade my three for your two because next turn I'm casting a Kodama. The, right. The, the, the opportunity cost of getting to turn five to cast something is you need that card to stick around. Yeah, it, just bile blight. Yeah. Anger of the gods. Lightning, lightning strike. strike. Vanishing light, which would kill it no matter what its toughness is, but it's just another pile on. For less mana than this yeah. guy's yeah, costing yeah, yeah, yeah. you, and then the. I obviously, I can't even imagine the scenarios where this is good, right? Like, if you're playing against a creatureless green deck, they can still pay three to keep you from drawing cards, but that would be kind of terrible. Yeah. Right? Like, what are the chances that the extra card is better than just nugging you for three? Right? Your deck is a stupid-ass indulgent guy. Just let him have the freaking card. Like, hope it's another indulgent tormentor so I can bile blight both of them. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I, even a mon, mon green creatureless. Yeah. I'm having problems thinking about this card being effective. Right. Leeching sliver. Let's we'll we'll see. We've talked about slivers in the green, on the green side. And you think that there's a possible critical mass of slivers? I, I think don't. It's, yeah, I do. I, I mean, I do. I'm, I'm. I don't know. I. I would be shocked if someone doesn't turn up with a sliver deck. In Portland. In Portland, yeah. Does Gabe qualify for this pro tour? I don't remember if it's this one or he starts in Hawaii. It'd be, it'd be awesome if he lives in Portland. Yeah, I don't think he is qualified. Uh, Liliana Vest, the original 3BB. Original loyalty. Black Plane was Planeswalker. Yep. Target player discards a card as the plus one. Minus two, search your library for cards and shuffle your library. Put that card on top of it. So. Was never that good. Yeah, it's just. Now Planeswalkers are. For the most part, better than the original run. Right. The the, the, the problems with the, with Liliana for standard are five mana. Can't defend can't itself. Can't defend itself. Right. However, two things. Mono Black Mirror. I guess it could still eat a hero's downfall, but it's probably pretty good. You'd probably get at least a two for one out of it. And even if they're going to... Oh, let's see. But if again, they're going to hero's downfall, do you just put another Liliana on top of your library preemptively? Maybe. Uh, probably not. That seems bad. That's bad. Yeah, like, but like, but again, but in a format where you're just going, thought sees you, life being zombie you, maybe stain the mind you. Oh, you can set them up and then play it, right? Right. 
Yeah. And then you like get your card, get it bigger, and then ultimate this. So this is kind of like an argument against Caustic Tar. It's fa oh no, Caustic Tar just kills the crap out of her in like two swings, right? Yeah. No, target player loses. Oh, three loses life. life. Yeah. Oh, Lily versus Kasatar is interesting. Yeah. So she's faster and she generates card advantage. Interesting. So I, th I think they're, they're, it might be weird where she's suddenly a little bit better. Like, is there like a mono black Super Friends deck where your deck is like literally like crippling? Is it, what's the crippling thing at one? Crippling fatigue? No, the, the one can't block minus one minus one. It's a permanent though. That's why it's interesting. Crippling blight. So you're like crippling blight. What's like a black thing that plays on two turn on on two mana other than brat? Like something like some other kind of permanent. Zombie cat? Probably wouldn't play that. Maybe just play rat. He's never getting activated in my scenario. Yeah. Then like third turn, like underworld connections, fourth turn, whip of Erebos, fifth turn Lily, sixth turn caustic tar. This is like crazy menagerie of utility permanence. You're gonna have a really good Grey Merchant of Asphodel at some point. Yeah, I, I, th I think Lily might be better in standard than she's been in the past. But, I mean, I, I can't imagine people playing more than one. I played four copies of the four mana Liliana before. Four mana is very different. I mean, she's legal and nobody plays her. Yeah. Even Right, that's oh, true. The three mana one's just the best. Well, that one we get heavily played, yeah. I think. Uh, Mind Rot. Never been played. Probably never will be. Necrobite, not currently played. It's an existing card. Necrogen Scudder. So we had this charming story You once story killed yourself with this card in draft. Playing a draft five that of didn't this. do very well. Um, Necromancer's Assistant. 2B so, for a 3-1. When Necromancer's Assistant enters the battlefield, put the top three cards of your library on, into, into your graveyard. It's a zombie. Pretty bad. Yeah, but... It's like life man zombie, but horrible. Yes, but can be blocked. Doesn't get you. Let you look at their hand. He's not a very good assistant. No. Um, now it's just so bad. <laughs> so like, good players and newbies both hate him for different reasons. Yeah. That's like <laughs> the best. The best thing about this card is that he's a zombie, and the reason that is is because of Necromancer Stockpile, which is a card we were. I think we're both pretty excited about it. I think this card's really interesting. So the only It compares sort of favorably to Compulsion. And sort of badly to Survival of the Fittest, which is not neither one of those is that much of an insult, right? Right, no, no, not at all. You had so, to build around it though. So it's one B enchantment, it's a rare. One and B discard a creature card. So you have to have a creature card. So you have to have what? Would you say twenty-five creatures in your deck? Twenty-six creatures I in mean, your deck? You can probably get away of twenty. Okay. Discard a creature card. You probably want to play a high concentration yeah. of creatures. Like, especially if you're playing green, you can play utility creatures. Right. Discard a creature card. Colon, draw a card. If the discarded card was a zombie card, put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield tapped. This card's exciting. So the reason that it's exciting is because you can play with zombies such as Lifebane Zombie. Awesome. And by the way... Dreg Mangler. The Necromancer's good. Assistant is pictured on the Necromancer stockpile. Why isn't he a 2-2? I don't know. Okay, let's think about awesome zombies to play. Dreg Mangler, excellent in this deck. Lot left troll. Excellent Jared in the Lich, Jared the Lich Lord. Synergistic in this deck. Slitherhead. Slitherhead, absolutely. Gravedigger. Yeah, can we say life being zombie again? He's really good. He is really good. I mean, good. but you need, you need green's mana and you need 
Marines mana. Really. Well, we have one of our wastes. We no, have... no, you need them to just bulk mana so you can have your engine going. Oh, right? sure, sure. Because you need to be producing blockers while you're trying to gain it. Because those guys, producing. no, they don't block. Well, they don't block the turn you make them, but they block the next, the next turn. I'm sure your red deck opponent is going to be very... He's like, I'll wait a turn before attacking you with my haste creatures. Sure. I see that your zombies are coming in to play, well, we play We can play a black cat. Next. So, I like the card. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about playing with that card. Uh, Nightfire Giant. Curd uh, Ape Cycle. Curd Ape Cycle. It's a 4-3. It becomes a 5-4. If you have a mountain, it's 4 in black. Not constructed. Viable. But, you know, first pickable limited card... Yeah, you gotta force black red. Uh, Obnixilis Unshackled. So this is like a high press card because it was designed by a, a third party designer. Right. And it is 4BB for a 4 4 with Flying Trample. Whenever an opponent searches his or her library, that player sacrifices a creature and loses 10 life. So your opponent casts Court of Calling, and you cast Court of Calling in response. And you go get Obnixilis the Unchecked. They take 10. They take, maybe. Or they can fail to find. Oh, no. No, they still look. They just search, yeah. If you can start with this guy in play, he's awesome in modern. Yeah. Unfortunately, he costs six. Yeah, so. Do you, do you like this card at all? Or? No, I think it's terrible. Okay. I just First of all, like, 4-4 four, four for a six is bleh. It's right. too expensive for its size. It's so powerful and exciting once it's already in play. But the problem is that all the decks you want to host with this have already killed you by the time that you've got it. It's just like... And then if you're at this point that six casting costs kind of large creatures matter in a game, the opponent just won't search. Yeah, he, I mean, like... So you have a 4-4 four, four trample for six, like... It's almost a Punisher card, right? Like, yeah, just don't do that then. Right. He's, what this card really is is kind of like... I feel like it's very much a commander card. Yeah. Very specifically where you're going to put it into a deck where you're like, play this, and then you have, like, ways to, like... Make people search their library. Sitting next to this air conditioner, okay. I just realized how obnoxious that must be. Okay. Imagine it were a jackhammer, dear listeners in Canada. Um, Paragon of Open Graves, three B two two. Other black creatures you control get plus one plus one. Three mana tap another target black creature you control gains death touch up till end of turn. I mean, at three it would be very good, yeah. but it doesn't cost three. Uh, Rot feaster maggot. Uh, this is a common three five. So very, very tough. But it costs five mana, four and a black. And when it enters the battlefield, exile target creature card from a graveyard, you gain life equal to that creature's toughness. So they rotated scavenging ooze and gave us this. Yes. It's five mana scavenging ooze that you only use once. Yeah. Uh, Shadow Cloak Vampire. This is another five mana black creature. This is also a common. It's a vampire. It's a four three. It can gain flying. It doesn't have flying. But it can gain flying. If you pay two life. How high do you take this in limited? Medium? You play it though, right? I would play Every it. single time. I would play it. It's probably like, I would guess. I mean, I haven't really thought about like all the commons, but like fourth pickish? Maybe fifth pickish? I mean, you don't need to be in a dedicated vampire or No, 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 no. Fine. I mean, it's fine, yeah. Like sometimes he flies. He trades with a flyer too. Like, I mean, you're paying four and dealing. I'm yeah. sorry, paying two and dealing four. It's good. Yeah. Sign and Blood's probably going to be the best black card. Okay. Agree? Yeah. Number I, one. I mean, I can see it going right into the... You know, people are talking about all these other tools that the Mono Black deck has, but I think they're ignoring... How about we always hit our third land drop? Yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about our new paradigm? Hit your third land drop. Yeah. Uh, Soul of Innistrad. 
so the soles. Uh, where does this compare to the green sole? Um, so, 4 BB Avatar Mythic Rare 6 6 with Death Touch. So, it certainly so like, has the Grave shell Titan. of Grave Titan. But then it has 3 BB return up to 3 target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand. So, it's really kind of grindy, inevitable. If somehow a game is going long and you've played a 6 6 and then untapped and haven't killed your opponent. Yeah, so in our Necromancer deck we were talking about, I can see like he could get back some of the tools that you've been building. Sure. Um, but like, I, I don't think the games of Magic evolved this way in 2014, right? Am I right? Yeah, no, I don't. I think you're right. They're like the beatdown decks are so oppressive, and like the linear decks are so powerful. So I think I think where he's most interesting is actually. So 3BB, if he's in your graveyard, you can exile him and return three creatures. So cards. you're just talking about discarding so him So I discard him on turn two to draw a card. Or on turn three to draw a card to my Necromancers. Yeah. Whatever. I don't get to get a token, but I'm just yeah. cycling a card. And then a couple turns later, I just, like, I'm making zombies and I'm doing stuff. And then, like, you have a window where you can just sack him and just... But if you're playing this deck and you have this, like, engine going, do you really want to take... No. Five or seven mana out of the way no. to do this. No, I don't. And, I mean, furthermore, I don't. Like, he's just like think of how marginal Jace's ingenuity is, right? Yeah. I, I cast. I think I cast one one time my entire life. I won the tournament, but I think I've ever cast it once. And this is just so much worse than Jace's ingenuity in terms of a five mana exchange for three cards. Right. Like, it needs setup. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super excited about it. Uh, stab wound. This is a card currently available to players in standard. If they uh, were waiting around, if they for wanted a to play to like play a it, really bad card. They could have played it. Uh, Stain the mind. So this this card to me is very interesting. I think it's going to probably be a factor. I mean, you don't seem to think so because Slaughter Games is available. Yeah, so and people aren't really playing it. I think this is probably going to be a played card in a tournament performing deck at some point. Sure, 4B. I'm not sure if it will ever be convoked. Sure, 4B, Sorcery, Convoke. Uh, name an online card. Search target player's graveyard hand and library for any number of cards with that name and exile them. Then that player shuffles his or her library. Uh, so it's a... I would like this card to be called Wumpus Pelt. Wumpus Pelt. Evoking Gerard Fabiano's inability to know the names of the cards in his deck? Yes. All right, so... Uh, it's it's a cranial extraction for one more, but sometimes you can pay less because of Convoke. Right. Um, these kinds of cards Play, are... Plays well with Lifebane Zombie and... Oh, yeah, you get information, right? Yeah, you... But you the, it's actually excellent with Lifebane Zombie, right? right? So you cast Lifebane Zombie, see their hand, and then and just Convoke four, it? On turn four, you just Convoke. Yeah, I mean, I guess. What if we just, like... What if we go crazy and we put, like, first turn... Overgrown Tomb, Elf, second turn, Lifebane Zombie, third turn, this. That seems fine. I would do that. <laughs> like, there's no chance Billy Jensen can beat you if that's your draw. <laughs> he only has so many ways to win. That, that is the challenge, Billy. Um, unfortunately, if you do it wrong, he beats you 100% of the time. It just takes three hours. Do you, do you think that this card affects deck building at all? Um, I think that like, I think, I think every the time that kind of card was available, the it The problem with games it. is blue, blue, is red, black. Like, and people are, you know, it's... People still play Rakdos's or... Yeah. I, I, I remember at the debut Pro Tour of, of, uh, Cranial Extraction, matchup between Osip Levadovich and Brian Kibler, 
where one of them got three Yoses taken out of his hand on the third turn. Right. And I'm like, that was crappy. <laughs> um, typhoid rats. Not much going on there. Ulcerate. This is a card so people were excited about. Who's people? Uh, well, Chris Lansdale, for example, said uh, when, when I when I put out something on Twitter about that we were doing this preview show, Kai's immediate reaction was, "I don't think enough is going to change in standard." Black you know, just seems getting better. What? Black seems right. short term getting and better. His, his claim was that black is already really good, and not only does nothing combat it, but maybe it gets some cards. And Chris Lansdale chimed in and he said, "Well, Ulcerate, Liliana Vess, and." Uh, I forget what, what the third card he mentioned was. But he's Sign like... And Sign and Blood seems like the best of them, but regardless, maybe. it doesn't matter. But yeah, he said, you know, uh, an Urborg. Oh, Urborg. Well, you it's know, not black, it's a land. Yeah, right? you know, so like... But he was he was obviously excited about Ulcerate. He was, you know, this ability for black to have this very, very flexible card for just one mana that's just going to take out... You know, like a, it's like a black lightning bolt. And, I hate the, it. and the price of that is three life. Hate it. So you, there's two ways to compare this card. One is the lightning bolt, which you just said, right? It's an instant, does three to a creature, which is sure. one of the things lightning bolt can do. But unlike lightning bolt, this only hits creatures, never hits faces. It hits your face. <laughs> yeah, it only hits your face, right? And three is a lot. Yeah. If you think about the situations where you want to have a card like this, it's usually in a case where you're getting beat down and speed is a a serious question for you. Right. I don't know if I want to take three. Yeah, okay? I... So here's the thing. The, so the I other end the is Dismember, okay? Sure. And Dismember at one point was the most heavily played card in the entire standard format. There would be, like, Grand Prix Top 8s, maybe, that had 32 Dismembers. And the reason for that was twofold. One of them is Dismember is, like, a, is a big game, right? Yeah. You have to pay four but it can rip an angel out of the sky. And more importantly... I can play it in my deck that has angels? Yeah. <laughs> more important, well, it also stops Deceiver Exarch combo, which this doesn't, yeah. right? It takes out a creature with four or more toughness. You're paying slightly more life. Only one more life, relatively yeah, yeah. speaking. But your blue-white control deck can play. Yes. Right? So this was stopping people from equipping even a protection from Black Sword onto right. a Squadron Hawk, right? Or it could kill a Batter Skull. Right, so somebody's like either has a batter skull in play, they're about to equip a batter skull and they just kill the guy. That's, that's a, the amount of mana you're talking about getting back on that is so big. But all the situations that I can think of playing ulcerate, just think about how 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 much work that we'll spend to play a card like Farika's Cure, right? Sure. Or you know, just main deck Farika's Cure just. Doesn't even kill a lot of things, but we're so attendant to our life total. Are you going to tell me that you don't see a situation, standard, coming up, where you are on turn three, going to sign in blood, lose two life, and then ulcerate the ever-living F out of something? You're going to be at 15. Maybe you'll be at last. I, I can tell you. You may have even paid for a shock land that turn. The number of times when first turn shock land... Thought sees you, take your thought sees is the right play. Yeah, you're a 10 in this game. I mean, it's so absurd how common that is, but it's just the right play. If you don't take their thought sees, you probably lose. Right. And then, but like, because you took their thought sees, which cost you four life on the first turn, you're actually ahead. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. 
I, I just I don't know, man. I, I hate. I, I I'm gonna hate playing this card. I, but I think I think that you're just the flexibility, the ability for especially with like sign and blood being in the black deck, that ability to on three mana dig for two cards and like like dig for my third land, play my land, kill something. I mean, like, are you gonna cast this against an Eidolon of the Great Rebel? Maybe. Depends on the rest of my hand. You just gave them a free beacon of destruction. Sure. What am I going to do? Let it live? <laughs> what am I going to do? Let That's it live? That's a good fucking point. <laughs> I don't know. That card is insane. I don't understand how they printed it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So, anyway. Like, even when you deal with it, it's horrible. And, and I think that that's what this card is. This card is like, look, I'm not happy that it's come to this, but I'm going to do it. And, I, and I, I think this card, I don't think it's great, but I think it's very playable. And I think people are going to run it. So, all right, let's, let's keep going. We're almost at the end of black. Unmake the Graves. 4B, instant convoke. Return up the two target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand with the Necromancer's stockpile. Too expensive. Okay. Convoke makes it mildly interesting, right. but expensive. Uh, Wall of Limbs. This one actually is more of a head-scratcher than I thought originally. I, I think, so 2B, Zombie Wall, it's an 0-3. Defender, whenever you gain life, put a plus one, plus one counter on Wall of Limbs. Seven mana, five and BB. Sacrifice wall limbs, target player loses X life for X is the wall of limbs power. Problem is, like, you can't do anything in the interim between three and seven with this card. Oh, and it's not doing any damage. It doesn't it doesn't do anything. There's no interim. So it's like your opponent has all this time like, I don't need to worry about that card until turn seven. And then even that, like they have to gain you have What's to gain What's the name of that stupid cat that like you gain two life if you have his uses mana activation cost? The cat, you know what I'm talking about? He's yeah. white and he has like an orange colored cat. You know what card I'm talking about, Vaguely. right? Vaguely. Some idiot cat no one would ever play. You play those two cards gaining life, gaining life, eventually but you see them coming a mile away. Yeah, right? no, I yeah, I don't I'm not a big uh waste not. One let's just come to waste not last, okay. right? So let's go all through right, so everything. Which is familiar. Zathrid, Skyblade, and Zofshade are all all garbage. They're all okay, garbage. So. Let's come back to waste not. So waste not. This is the community card. Yeah, you make the card. So it's an enchantment. One B. Flores, Flores de la Muerta. <laughs> Flores. The battery's going to die, and we're going to lose black again with this nonsense. This is so much nonsense. Have you ever seen Quick Change? No. Yeah, well, you'll watch it, and you'll get that reference as someone wheels some shopping carts full of soda cans past us. Uh, Waste Not, 1B, Enchantment. Whenever an opponent discards a creature card, put a 2-2 zombie creature token onto the battlefield. Whenever an opponent discards a land card, you add VB to your mana pool. And then whenever an opponent discards a non-creature, non-land card, draw a card. So Thoughtseize, you get to draw a card off your Thoughtseize. So good against uh, opposing Necromancer. Yes. What do you call it? Necromancer Stockpile. It's good against that. It's good against Madness decks. <laughs> it's really I, good against Survival of the Fittest. I think the card is fun. I think people are going to build with it, but I think it's going to be ultimately marginal. Scourge Familiar is in trouble against this guy. Yeah. Uh, but really, I think... This card's basically the rack, I think, right? So yeah. you look at the rack the first time, you're like, hey, this card kind of doesn't do anything. 
but if you put it together in a deck full of Inquisition of Causal X and stupors and what happens in like specters what, what happens in modern when you start doing this with Raven's Crime maybe it's awesome it might be right like especially can you imagine then suddenly it's like that you hit a non-creature on land you draw a card then you dredge back your well let's think for a second you dredge back your deck more salvage well how about this what do I play? Four Ravens Crime. Presumably Life in the Lawn, right? Yeah. Do I play Assault? Is that my win? Sure. It doesn't matter, right? Like, the only question is if my deck is fast enough to beat the Kiki-Jiki decks. Sure. You're going to just take... I mean, you're going to play some, like, infinite number of... Creature removal. Creature removal and hand destruction spells. You probably have Thought Seasons, Well, how do too. people play Assault Loam anymore? there's so many decks to play I don't know but it's like if you just get like a seismic assault in play isn't that just insurance against all the combo decks sure yes it's like literally insurance against all the combo yeah. decks uh, I don't know maybe maybe it, and then Raven's Crime that's like sweetness right it's kind of sweet with Raven's Crime if I have an Urborg in play and you have a Blood Moon in play how does that work uh, I call a judge and the judge tells us what happens yeah so we don't actually know right I think it, I think it has to do with Time oh, who, who played it first? Yeah, I think so. So I think if I played it in Modern PTU, I just play that, like, Blood Moon deck that I was making fun of when you were trying to tell me about Blue it. Blue Moon? Yeah. So why not? Right. That's, that's my kind of deck, right? The Nut Hand is only five cards. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how unlucky you are. You're exactly. like, eh, five card hand was the nuts. All right. Let's, uh, let's, like, review Black real quickly. Waste Knot, uh, kind of interesting. Uh, not, not, not super exciting. Stain the Mind, probably going to win a Pro Tour. Oh, for sure. That card always wins a pro tour. Exactly. Sign in blood. You're pretty excited about seeing it for the mono black decks. Um, Obnix was not good. Not good. (coughs) Necromancer Stockpile is a card that I think we had the most sort of like no opinion on. No, I think we have an opinion. But I'm saying coming into the podcast, we had no opinion on this card. And coming out of it, we're like, I kind of want to build something with this. There's something that could be done here. Compulsion of the fittest. Uh, Liliana. Liliana might actually be good. It seems good, heads up. Um, I like Ingaric's Wake, but only as the longest of shots. I think Caustic Tar. Yeah, Caustic Tar we thought was very interesting. And that's, that's about it. That's kind of it. So what's, what's your favorite black card? Sign and Blood. My, mine's Necromancer's uh, Stockpile. I mean, like, to play or to, like, Just whatever. I mean, just the card it. I'm most excited about. All right. So that's right. black. Hopefully we'll not lose it this time. All right. This is Michael J. Flores. And Brian David Marshall for Top 8 Magic. Thanks. Thanks.